recording, uh, notes. Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and the 90s for people who care about that crap. I am Milo Dennison, and with me is... Jamie Fenderson, and today we're talking about Mary Kay Letourneau. Yes, so if you were alive in the 90s, especially if you were alive in the 90s in Seattle, you knew who Mary Kay Letourneau was. She was the um, Amanda Knox of the late 90s. So (laughs) you had Amanda Knox, the cute girl goes over to Italy and uh, gets caught up in a sex scandal. Everybody talks about it. So that was Mary Kay. She was a cute teacher who shagged one of her students and got all caught up in it. And it was, it was like in the news all over the place, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I, I forgot it was like in our region because it was a national thing, but I, I even forgot now. I was like, oh yeah, that was just right up in like Alberian or somewhere near Seattle, actually. Yeah, all over. So for those who don't know, uh, Mary Kay was a teacher and uh, she first met the student, I think when he was in like the second or third grade or something like that. And then later taught him again when he was in the sixth grade. So around like 13 years old and became friendly with him and then became very friendly with him and struck up affair with this 13 year old boy. She was married at the time. She had, I think, three kids with her first husband. And of course, she gets caught having sex with this child and does a very short amount of time when she gets caught. She pleaded guilty and basically did, I think, two months in jail. The rest was suspended sentence. And she had to, of course, agree never to see this child again. And then what happens? She gets out of jail. She sees the child again, gets caught, and goes back to prison for seven years this time. They, she eventually gets out after seven years and they actually get married because by this, he's old enough and they stayed married for quite a few years. Like like 14 years. They were married as long as I was married, dude. Exactly. So pretty successful marriage in a lot of, by a lot of standards. Um, They, they uh, had two kids. They did a book about the experience. She got, did the talk show circuit, all that kind of stuff. But What's interesting about Mary Kay is I met her. So this is this is this is my Mary Kay Latero story. I was in Seattle and I was working for Starbucks. So this was after she got arrested the first time, but before she was arrested the second time. So she was only out for like three months in between her arrest, right? So I'm working at a Starbucks, and one night this girl comes in, she orders a latte and a mocha. And she's asking us like, Hey, are there any like CD stores around here? And I'm like, I don't know. I think there's like a, a Fred Meyer down the street. They probably, they've got CDs. Cause you know, this is the nineties and people had CDs and she's like, well, you know, I don't know. Do they have like music for like younger people and stuff? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know, probably maybe. And so she, uh, well, like Barney's greatest hits or what? what she, yeah, well, that's what she didn't say, but she did say young, like young, or something. <laughs> younger, younger people. Right. And I'm like, okay. And so she goes to the bathroom and I'm making her drinks for her. And one of my coworkers comes up to me and she's like, do you know who that is? And I'm like, no, who's that? And she's like, that's Mary Kay Lattaro. And I'm like, and as soon as she said it, I'm like, holy shit, that is Mary Kay Lattaro. Right? So then she comes out from the bathroom, give her her two coffees. And then they, leave to go buy CDs for somebody of a younger age. So there is no doubt in my mind that he was in the car and they were heading to the CD store together. 
And this was Dang. in that period between the two of them where they got arrested, where she got oh, arrested the second three time. Months? So she was totally like breaking the law at your Starbucks, bro. Yes. Uh-huh. She brought <laughs> her illegal underage guy. That's why he was in the car. That's why he probably why he didn't come inside. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's my, that's my Mary Kay Latero story. I met her and didn't recognize her at first. Well, you, you, you met her, I guess. You gave her coffee at Starbucks. And told her where to go buy CDs for underage boys. Yeah. Was she kind of hot? She was kind of hot, but she wasn't as hot as I thought she was going to be. But this is, of course, you know, she'd been in jail for a few months at this point. Jail for three months will make you not hot, right? Yeah. You know, and she just was normal clothes and stuff, probably maybe not the best night or so. Maybe they just had sex or something. And she was just kind of, <laughs> you know, after sex, after car sex hair going on or something. Who no, knows? no. I remember all this went down. Like, I don't like, cause we were either teenagers or young guys. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you're thinking all oh, hot for teacher and, and she had kind of that, that wholesome teacher look with the, with the, with the hairstyle, with the kind of that, uh, I don't know, yeah, spunky kind of short style kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like totally mm-hmm. looks like a wholesome teacher. Absolutely. And then, and then you hear like this kids totally, totally getting it on with, with teacher. And, you, and back then you're like, Oh, hot for teacher. What? And, and it's kind of a, you know, juvenile thing, but I, I was thinking of reading up on it a little bit. And now I, I'm an, I'm an old dude. Right. And I have a son, the same age. Who's at that age was. Yeah. And now I have a whole different perspective because I'm like, Oh, what? Because if some teacher was doing that to my kid, someone would be going to prison and it'd be me for putting a, a, <laughs> yeah. a, a nail ridden bat to that bitch's head. Right. So it's, it's amazing. Like as when you're younger and you're older, you have a whole different perspective on things because now, now like back then I'm like, Ooh, hottie teacher and all that. And now I look at her, I'm like, you, you, you disgusting biatch. I, I just want to like, you should be in prison uh, now. Just that's where you belong. You, you weird teacher chick. Yeah, that's the, totally that's the thing. Cause totally back then you were like, man, why didn't that ever happen to me when I was a I kid? Know, right? like, yeah. There were a few teachers that I had the hots for. And did they yeah. ever? No, no. Miss Letourneau totally. He got, he got yeah. himself a high teacher. Jeez. And the guy, he's not an attractive looking guy either. Like, yeah, but now issues. I'm like prison forever. Uh, burn her at the stake. Um, well, she's, well, she's dead now. Know. If that makes you feel better. What's she's that? Like, she's dead now. If that makes you feel better. Yeah. She, yeah, she died like cancer or something. Yeah. Cancer a couple of years Last ago. Last year. Last year. Two, 20 and 20, 2020. So that, that it's weird. I, I don't get it. I think she must be kind of crazy though, because she was even like she was married to what her first husband Steve, who was her, like her high school sweetheart, to that all that stuff in '99, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what's what's her deal? Like, what, what was her deal? I mean, was it worth? I mean, did she make a lot of money or something with her books or something? Because to me, that's a long time. Like, if 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 I wanted to go especially in the nineties, you, you know how big the tabloid crap was. Right. And so you want to get tabloid famous and then you can sell books or whatever. But to me, there must be easier ways because that's, that's over seven years in prison just to get your, your tabloid famous status. Right. No, like this is definitely not else, like, you know, go blow the president or something like do some, do something else because that's, that's a long time in prison just to get your status. But, but I don't think she was doing it for that fame status she definitely had some kind of issue going on there because the fame didn't pay off uh yeah they did the book that you know she did some talk shows and stuff but i know for sure in 2018 so a couple years before she died he was working as a dj 
and she was a legal assistant. This is according to Wikipedia. So if she's working as a legal assistant, the book deal and other stuff couldn't have paid that well. No. So I think that was just some craziness, but then they got married after and, and, yeah. and stayed married for a while. I mean, they only got divorced not too long before she died of that cancer stuff, but that's a long time, actually. That's what I'm saying. So you, know, I, you could make an argument that it was a successful marriage and that they were a successful couple, you know, and even up until she died, they still were close and they were still friends, yeah. Yeah. you know? So even after the divorce, they still, you know, seemed to like each other. So just because the age is what makes it wrong, but the reality is they were well, a good couple. The age, but also the status, like a teacher and a student thing. That's to me, that's an inappropriate thing because you're, you're, you're a teacher and that's, that's, and that's your student. You just kind of use your position inappropriately. Um, yeah. So that, that's another thing, but I don't know, man, like back in the Kate caveman days, nobody would have questioned it. 13 year old, whatever he's that that's like, you know, Hey, you had your bar mitzvah, go to town, man. Right. I don't know. I mean, there are European countries that have had a King at age 13, you know? Yeah. And he has a whole harem of like Mary Kay's. Exactly. So, so it's, definitely something within our generations, you know, within the past, I don't know, hundred years, maybe. Yeah. Maybe hundred years, years. Yeah. To where that has deemed been deemed inappropriate. But prior to that, thousand years prior to that, it was like no big deal and vice well, versa yeah, with they, an older guy. In they're like, Hey, we need to procreate because our tribe just got decimated by, 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 by a war with another tribe. And then there was a disease. So we got it. We got to get busy procreating because our tribe depends on us. And it was consensual. I mean, it's not like she forced him to do anything. Well, but it, the argument there is that it can't be consensual if you're because underage. he didn't know better, right? So here's the thing about. So I, I keep in mind, anyone listening, I fully do not support this behavior. <laughs> you know, but I'm just <laughs> I was about to say, like, yeah, I, but I'm playing devil. <laughs> yeah, but I'm playing devil devil's advocate here. So, but but to be very clear, no teacher should have sex with a student. No adult should have sex with a 13-year-old or 14-year-old or 15-year-old. You get more I'm going with this. But having said that, it is kind of a weird, arbitrary thing where we've decided as a society that 18 is this magic number, right? So if an adult, uh, if a 19-year-old has sex with a 17-year-old, that is illegal. And that 19-year-old could go to jail for it and have to register as a sex offender for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Yet, as soon as that 17-year-old turns 18, it's completely illegal. An 18-year-old can have sex with an 80-year-old, and that is perfectly legal. And no, you know, people will be like, gross, but it's perfectly legal. There's nothing wrong with it. Hey, man, you got sugar mama, you know? Yeah. So, it's just this weird thing that is a society and legally, because, you know, legality kind of does what society wants, that we've created this cutoff number of 18 this says anyone over 18 cannot have sex with anyone under 18, regardless of the amount of difference between those two ages. Yeah. And anybody under 21 can't drink. Yeah. That's the other yeah, thing. That yeah. too. And that's just a U.S. thing. Every other country in the world, it's 18, 19, you know, it's just yeah. a U.S. thing. I, I mean, I don't know if it's just a U.S. thing. Maybe some other countries do it, but most countries, it's 18. Well, and then different states have kind of different things. Like I think in Georgia, like- the age of consent is 16. 
which is why some like actor, like douchey actors going to Georgia, like getting it on with the 16 year olds because it's like legal there. So then it's like, what state are you in? It's Georgia though. They have, they have their own kind of state laws about that kind of stuff. Down here in the South, we got different rules when it comes to, I mean, as long as she's not your sister or as long as nobody knows that she's your sister, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we just lost all our, our Georgians. And you know, we shouldn't make fun of Georgia because Georgia is actually getting it shit together. It's, we really should be making fun of like Alabama or, you know, Louisiana, one of those. Yeah. Things. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm, I'm, it's a, I had a whole difference. I, I forgot about all this, but this was one of those like tabloidy things that, you know, the nineties love the, loved this stuff. Like yeah, Mary Kay Letourneau and, and, and they follow these people around. What are they doing today? OJ trial and Monica, all this kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I remember it because it's been a while, but I remember now I was like, Oh, my perspective totally changed on this. Because back then I was like, oh man, why, why didn't I ever get a haughty teacher action? And now I'm like, oh, if any of those teachers ever like look at my son the wrong way, I'm shoving a, a, a ruler up their ass. That's, you're done. You know, it's, it's a whole different perspective. And I guess with the whole 18, 17 kind of thing, it's, it's a little weird because you, I, mean, I guess you'd have to have a draw line somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're in a society now. But it, again, it's like those like a seventeen-year-old can have sex with a sixteen-year-old, but not an eighteen. That's not an eighteen, exactly. Yeah, so that that whole I don't know. They they should it, it, again. It's that typical American style black and white thing. Mm-hmm. Everything it's a red light or a green light. There's no dialectical thinking. There's no like shades of gray. It's the law, and the law is paramount. Judge Dredd said, you're going to jail because you're 18 and a day and she's 17 and 363 days. And you will be registered as a sex offender for the rest of your life. And people can go to a website yeah. and see if you're but, in the neighborhood. At the same and, time, and, I think, I think we got to still protect kids from this, this yeah. type. Cause she's a fucking predator, dude. I don't well, care totally. That's saying. the thing. I mean, and, and even if they got married and they stayed married for 14 years, there are people who got, who were abused, who got married to their abuser and stayed married f- for, for a long time. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's right. And that doesn't mean she's a fucking predator, not a fucking predator. She totally is. Totally. Um, right. it, and it's interesting because if you think about it, like think about when you were 13 years old, right? Like I didn't, the concept of sex was like, I knew of it. But, you know, beyond seeing a girl, you know, her T-shirts looking a bit tighter than it used to and made my pants feel funny. I didn't know <laughs> anything beyond that, you know, <laughs> like. You didn't to know too much beyond that. Exactly. And so it, it, it would have been fucking weird. And not only that, to, to marry somebody at that age and stay married. Like, I'm not the same person I was when I was 13. I'm not the same person I was when I was 20 or 30. You know, like <laughs> we can keep going, bro. Totally. Like, I mean, I am a very different person than than what yeah. than who I used to be. So for him to go that long in life, like maybe he would have ended up completely different. You know, maybe his life path would have been out here instead of where it ended up. Yeah, and and I don't know the details. Maybe they were happy, but even if they were, she's still a fucking predator. And now he's got two like kids. You said, he has when to you're take 13, care. you don't know. And, and it's not like you're, you're pretty easily seduced, right? Yeah. You got your, your, your teacher figure 
and she's kind of hot and, and she's totally like manipulating and, 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 and doing that kind of stuff. Um, you, you don't have a lot of power against that at 13 nowadays, man. I'm like, I'm always turning down hussies her age. Like get out of here. You hussy. I, I know you're, <laughs> I don't even want to talk to women nowadays. I'm like, nah, I'm single middle-aged single guy and I live in Issaquah, Washington. So I might as well just be used to my single status. She actually have four kids with, with her first husband. And then two with him. So ladies got issues, like not only just relationship issues, issues about children and like, you know, maybe something with her parents or it'd be interesting to see what kind of therapy she got and, and, you know, read those therapy notes and see what she was diagnosed with or whatever. Yeah. There's something going on there. Definitely. I, I here's two, two, another thing that I'm wondering, like this, this Fualau got kid, what, what, are, what is his parents thinking this whole time? Or what, what are they? Cause I don't know. Like, like my son, like that, that shit would just be finished, dude. If your son was like, Hey, I'm hanging out with my hot teacher tonight over at her house. You wouldn't yeah, be that, like, I mean, it no. would just be finished. And, and the whole, I mean, it would just be, it wouldn't, I, I don't know, but maybe that kid's family just like, maybe they didn't pay much attention or, and maybe that's why he was like totally into it because, you know, he had kind of some kind of strange mother figure or something. So I wonder what this kid's parents were, where, where they were. Cause I'm serious when I say that, that it's very possible I would end up in prison too. Yeah. Like maybe we'd be cellmates or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I think across the board, there's definitely got to be, had to been some issues on his side with his family and her on her side. All right. I don't know. Well, he's, he's out there really Fellow, sorry if I'm pronouncing that name wrong. Vili Walau. I think it's a Polynesian. Vili, come on our podcast and tell us your side of the story. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he has to say about it, you know? Because again, they were married for a long time. Um, and even afterward, like me with my ex-wife, we're still friends and stuff. So yeah. seems like they were okay. Maybe they were just a couple screwed up people and I don't know. People are going to do what they're going to do. Maybe it worked out for the best. Maybe he would have somehow went out and been a criminal due to, you know, neglectful parents and, and it somehow managed to keep him out of jail. Yeah. I don't know, but this is just one of those stories from the nineties, man. Like sensationalized stories. Yeah. It, it, Your inside edition stories. Yeah. One of those things. And I would want to, I, I want to kind of talk to these people too. Like when all this stuff was, in, cause I don't know if, you, if it's the same nowadays, I don't keep track of media if they, if they even have that kind of sensational stuff, but I know that it started back then in the nineties and there was those big stories and this was one of them. Right. And this was like, Oh, where are they? When just kind of this, we're, the cameras on where they, where are they doing? And this big sensational story. And in a way I kind of feel bad for both, for all of them, yeah. for both of them, all of them, anybody involved, because there's obviously some bad stuff going on. Um, some weird stuff going on. Something's going on. And normally like before the nineties, you might see it in the news, but at least they could just kind of do their, you know, get through whatever it is they're getting through on their own without, like the paparazzi and shit just all around them all the time. But in the nineties, it was really that way. It was like, uh, I, I think there must've been some kind of media deregulation during the Reagan era. Cause you know how he loved to just deregulate everything. Like, Oh, there definitely was. I mean, that's what contributed. There's, there's actually a documentary about this 
that contributed to the growth of Fox News because of media deregulation that allowed Fox News to basically be less news and more propaganda, yet still call themselves news. Well, that's why you get this Fox News and MSNBC, Mm -hmm. all these places pretending to be news, but they're not. But they're not, yeah. They're just opinion and, and tabloid and then a little bit of news sprinkled in. But that that's what makes me kind of sad about it is, you know, the this this kid and this teacher, whatever, that, that was going down. And, and then it unfortunately happened in the 90s to where, you know, they're being just, you know, ooh, eyes on you all the time. What, what, what are you eating your sandwich? What are you doing? You know? And her and, and, and all of her kids. I mean, she's got six kids that your mother was Mary Kay Latero. Yeah. Right? So they've got to live the rest of their lives with the, where are they now? News stories. And the, when you're telling somebody about your parents and you know, that kind of stuff or, or Steve, apparently the, the Steve guy from her point of view, from all accounts was more or less, not necessarily the best person, but still, I mean, he had to move to another state. And I mean, imagine that like, Hey, Jamie, your <laughs> ex-wife was Mary Kay Latour. She cheated on you with a 13 year old. <laughs> Like you know, imagine man, that, like, yeah. Well, even like your story is a good example because um, she was getting some coffees and then it's like, there's Mary Kay Latour. Yeah. Pointing, whispering. She probably knows. She probably like, shit. They recognize me. So now like, at least, I don't know. Well, now she's not even around, but like, how long did she like, did she have to like show up at a Starbucks and people recognize her for being like a total uh, convicted child rapist person that, that that's, that sucks. Right. Yeah. And then how do you get a job? Like I'm a paralegal. Like, yeah, that was an odd job to get. I wonder if it was with maybe her attorneys in some way or. Yeah. Maybe it must've been a family owned business. I don't know. Mm. Because how do you get a job? Like if, if you're a registered sex offender. Well, not only that, but you're cause there's, there, there are plenty of those, but you're a famous one. That's the problem. You're a famous one. I think every neighborhood has a sprinkling of registered sex offenders and you can go online and see who they are, but they're not famous, but she's famous. Right. So how do you get a job like that? Right. That's kind of like Amy Fisher. I think she's like a porn star now because like, that's what she can do. Cause like, how do you hire Amy Fisher? Like you, you went and shot someone's wife in the face. Um, and we all know you and you're famous for that. So how do you, like, how do we hire you? I mean, the once you mentioned Monica Lewinsky, I mean, she's done a ton of stuff in her life. I mean, advocacy, uh, yeah, yeah, I think she did a handbag brand or, you know, like all this other stuff, but she will always be known as the blowjob Yeah, and the the world was just unfair to that poor girl. Like, Mm -hmm. the world was just unfair to her because Bill was like Mr. Studley guy and and everybody's making jokes about her and he got off scot-free and the world was super unfair. The world was very unfair to that woman. So that's what I'm saying. Like, even like, I think this chick's a predator and I think that there's all those issues and stuff, but, but still, I, I don't know if. Yeah. We're, know if, we're definitely comparing two vastly different scenarios. Yeah, very vastly different. But here's, here's the one thing I will say about all these poor people um, is when you get that 90s style media attention, then you're on that 90s tabloid attention list, Right. And then your whole life changes. She, you know, there's different levels of badness and of, of, of these things that caught the world's attention, but, but still it, 
I don't know the fact that the fact that you met her at the Starbucks and everybody's like, that's her, that that's kind of, that, that's kind of, that's kind of rough because even she's a bad person, did bad things. Like she should be allowed to walk into a coffee shop and get a coffee without people pointing yeah, at and, and, and maybe have, um, you know, you did your time and may, maybe have at least a chance at some kind of redemption without everybody knowing who you are. So that's, I think that's the bummer about it is the fact that we do know who this chick is. We know who that guy is. We know the whole story because prior to the nineties, we might, we might've heard about it, but it wouldn't have been so, so sensational really. All right. Well, let's leave it at that then. So you heard it here, 80s, 90s, Uncensored listeners. We got Uncensored today and discussed a bit of a sex scandal. As always, feel free to follow us on the 80s and 90s com Twitter or visit our website, the 80s and 90s dot com. And until next time, we are out of here like a baby out of Mary Kay's vagina. (laughs) Not very good at that. There we go. That was a good one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you nailing it every time i know because i popped one i, I can pop one you've, out look <laughs> <laughs>